This is Erica Belvin, and you're listening to Her Digital Empire. hear you <laughs> yeah I can hear you too it's weird no 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 I meant like trying to hear you like when you actually got started oh you couldn't hear me no that was that was my cue I was trying to figure out when you were going <laughs> <laughs> I like I like making funny faces <laughs> okay so um all right well that's <laughs> um I don't know okay so we'll just get started really quick since we are going to record this yeah. Um, that was actually a lot more simple. I thought we were going to have to like deal with that for like 10 minutes, but seems yeah. simple, right? So, I so, um, what? I thought so. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, okay. So since we're recording this, um, this is going to go on our Her Digital Empire podcast. Uh, you know, just so don't forget, uh, if you have not yet, please subscribe to our iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, uh, music, SoundCloud, okay? Make sure to follow Her Digital Empire and Boss Bay Digital Lab on Instagram because I jump back and forth with tips and stuff. Um, also, I just wanted to really quickly welcome my husband, uh, Jesse Belvin. He is my podcast producer. He does all my marketing and my ads. He is like a Pinterest wizard. Um, you know, we're, we're doing... <laughs> We are like a like a tag team. So I'm the designer and everything, and you know I create the content, and my husband is the marketer, so he knows all that stuff. So which is why I like to bring him on because some of you don't have a husband who does that, and and you need to be able to do both. So I do not do both. So we can teach you how to do both, and that's what we do here. So, um, you know. This was just our little test to make sure that the IG Live was performing super well. Um, we typically do our podcasts on like our regular podcast software. So, so far, so good. Right, Jess? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm anxious to see how it, how it turns out when we, uh, what is it, repurposing? And sorry, guys, I have uh, braces in. I just got them. So I'm going to sound Invisalign. a little. Invisalign. Invisalign. I know yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm going to sound a little. straight teeth and I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna sound a little funky, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna throw this too on YouTube. Uh, our regular podcast will be repurposed for our regular podcast. So, all you know, all this stuff will be edited. Jesse will edit this after this. But um, since we are going and we are doing this, you know, we are good to go. Let's just go ahead and get started. So. Um, I love to talk about the book that I'm reading. I'm always reading some type of a book, uh, just to better myself. You know, I'm really interested in personal development and I'm always doing stuff like that. Um, but the current book I'm reading is Big Magic. So it, the author is actually the same girl who wrote Eat, Eat Pray, Love, uh, which basically is, you know, if, if you hate your life, divorce your husband and, and go travel the world. Um, <laughs> she made a ton of money, uh, you know, from that book, she's super successful and just a beautiful writer. Um, but something that I was reading today, which really, you know, resonated with me and made me think about, I actually did a post on this today, um, but it made me think about, you know, art. And because at the end of the day, graphic designers, we are artists, right? Um, 
you know, if you're doing anything online content related, you're doing art, right? You're not, you may not be painting and you may not be, um, you know, doing the thing, drawing something or doing something that somebody considers, you know, the app, typical art, but it's still art. You have to be creative. It's some, some aspect, right? Um, and so it's funny because she actually was told, and it's funny because I've, I've been through this too. I'm really opinionated on this, but she was told that, you know, well, your opinion on creativity, her opinion on creativity, which matches mine, is that creativity, um, we all have creativity. We are not, some of us are not creative and the other ones are logical. Um, we all are creative and, you know, it's, there, who is to tell us? whether our creativity or art is good or bad, right? Who, it's so subjective in her opinion that, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, just because somebody says you have bad art doesn't mean that you can't be successful. She talked about how, you know, in the first, like all of her 20s, this is the woman who, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Um, all of her 20s, she was just rejected, 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 rejected in any writing thing that she ever did. Um, and, and, you know, who, who was to tell her that her writing was not good, right? That was her opinion in her head. And I mean, I still agree with this because I actually talked about how, um, so I've always considered myself an artist. I, I, even when I was a kid, I had like my drawings published in like magazines and stuff. That's like how much I love art. I've always, every time my dad for Christmas got me stuff, it was always, um, you know, an art pad, a, a drawing pad, new sketch pencils. And that was like what I loved. I loved art, you know, um, in my twenties, I sold my art. I sold paintings, uh, prints of my paintings. People bought lots of them. That was surprising for me. That was like crazy. Um, you know, modeling, I, I didn't consider modeling just something where I was taking a picture in front of a car. It was actual art for me, you know, uh, I really put my all into it artistically. And it's funny because in my, in high school, my, I actually, um, every year I, I've had art, I got a D in art. So. <laughs> well, that's because you didn't show up. No, I showed up for art. Art's like the, the, the thing you show up for. <laughs> but I got a D every time. And I, I remember always being so shocked. Like that dumb teacher. <laughs> in art you know like what who are they to say that I'm good or I'm bad and it's funny because now I make six figures doing art and if I would have listened to that dumb teacher who told me oh you know you suck <laughs> I, I wouldn't be who knows where I'd be I'd probably bar be bartending still isn't right it, isn't it crazy too like not even to like, like hammer on the person because I have no idea who it is, but like, isn't it crazy? Like somebody who, who makes probably like 30K a year or something like that, telling you all like, you suck at art, you're not very good at art. And then now like, like where you're at, you know, the income, that sort of thing. And then it's yeah. like, oh wow, oh, this yeah. person, oh, this yeah. person could have derailed the whole thing. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, you know, even if the person that is talking crap to you, um actually is successful or whatever screw it right i don't care like who are they to say where you're going what you're doing do you know do you know how many times i was told like you're a loser kid you know you're not gonna and and a little did they know i was just going through stuff 
as a kid. You know, I had so much going on with my family and the things that were going on. My, my whole family, my dad had, you know, his life had unraveled and I was just a byproduct of it. And little did my, my, my teachers know, I was just this, this kid who, who was just trying to survive that. And I had so much potential in me and you know what I mean? And, and, and so what I had to do was I had to kind of like trick myself in my head and tell myself, you know what, you're special. And I had to find these little things in my life that like I considered to be like esoteric, special, like, you know, messages from God, like things that I said to myself, that's, that's a hint to me that I meant to do something. Because if I would have just listened to all these people who wanted to tell me, no, you're just a screw up. No, you're just you're just another kid that's never gonna do anything, right? I, who, like I said, I'd still be bartending, and not that bartending's bad. <laughs> it's great money, but um, I would I wasn't happy bartending, so I would still be unhappy bartending, you know. Um, but I think this goes for everything, don't you think? I mean, it goes for. I mean, how many times have we heard the story of the person who? you know, was um, a loser or the underdog and they came up and became something, right? Absolutely. And I, and I think that like you, you can almost take the lessons of like sitting there worrying about what people are going to say, like people are going to talk no matter what. And you can't let that keep you from getting started, especially when it comes to business, like art, business, uh, sports, whatever it is, I don't know. Um, you, you've just got to, you just got to go. I mean, everything is messy and uh, like you kind of touched on, especially when it comes to graphic design or art or whatever, like that's all like, some people might say it's good. Some people might say it's bad. Um, and instead of worrying about who's saying what, you just got to get going because You know what's a really, like, a, like just to touch on what you were saying, you know, yeah. you had brought up like graphic design and I, I'm talking about creativity because that's what I right. do. Mm -hmm. But you know who I was just thinking about that's like a perfect example of this. So like as a, a football player, you have to be big and tall and and be able to like run people over and look at look at your quarterback of the Seahawks, mm -hmm. right? The perfect Russell. example of somebody who who shouldn't be what he is, right? Don't you think? Right. Yeah, five foot, five foot ten, five foot eleven. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be there. I'm sure if you look back, I don't know if he's written any books or anything, but I'm sure if you look back, maybe in something, I'm sure people have told him, "You're too short." You're yeah, that's why, that's why he fell to the to the third round. I think it was because they said he's too short; he's not going to be able to see over the line. And um, and now look at him. <laughs> playoff bound. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's married to Ciara. He's you know, isn't he the reason the the Seahawks even have gotten as far as they have. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of like, you got to tell yourself you're the underdog, right? You sure. kind of got to tell yourself like, nobody wants, it, screw these people. They probably don't want me to win. Right. You, yeah. You know what I always think of um, kind of, it kind of piggybacks off of that. I always, I, I do kind of put uh, every challenge and everything in life as if I'm going to write a book down the road about it. And so anybody like, like embrace the underdog role because it's an interesting chapter in your book. If, if you were like, oh man, I'm good at everything. And you know, I, nobody critiques me and everyone thinks I'm great. Uh, what a boring story. What a boring tell all of your life. That's not going to sell. 
uh, you know, but if you're like, man, I, somebody just said I was really bad at, um, you know, whatever, like, don't, don't let that discourage you from getting started. Think about what an interesting chapter in your book is going to, that that's going to be when you overcome that, when you go out there and prove everyone wrong anyways. And so, um, I mean, it doesn't feel good. Nobody likes being told they suck at something. Um, but you can't worry about it. You you gotta you gotta embrace embrace it. People, um, what do they say in the the the, the book? Big changes or um, whatever the book's called, right? They said um, big magic. Big magic. Yeah, everyone. People are gonna talk no matter what, and so and that's okay. We actually like that's that's good. Good that you 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 have an opinion on something and that you know whatever. But as the person receiving the feedback or mean whatever or constructive criticism um you just got to realize that people are going to say what they're going to say and that it and it should it shouldn't dictate what it is that you actually go out there and do or try to go and accomplish and um i mean look at me they said i couldn't i couldn't dunk and i'm out there dunking every day no I'm just <laughs> don't get yeah, Jesse, like we have to lower it for you, you know? <laughs> i can dunk on uh, our daughter's hoop <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, I get what you're saying, because it's, it's crazy, you know, and this comes from, I mean, I'm being real, like, I can't tell you how much I have cared about what people think, you know, where I'm overthinking. And it, this comes like from my anxiety, right? I have like crazy anxiety. Um, and I'll constantly be thinking why I shouldn't do something or what's going to go wrong or it's got to be perfect. I also have, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, right? Yep, yep. Um, but, you know, I think like, in my opinion, like even though things have stopped me, I've never stopped, right? So like, even though I have like these stops, I guess I would have gotten to things faster, quicker, right? But I think that like the underlying here thing uh, here is that, because we have these weird things in life that tell us the things that you need to be if you want to be a model, right? 10 years ago, 20 years ago, to be a model, you had to be 6'4", you had to have natural, beautiful, chiseled bone structure, the perfect body. Now we have somebody who bought her body and her face and she's one of the top paid models, um, you know, mm -hmm. out there. Like you can, basically my point is, is that you control your na narrative. You decide what you're going to do, you know? Um, and, and you know, if you decide, I'm, if you can say, you can wake up today, even though every day previously you were saying to yourself, I'm more of a techie, like, like logical person. I'm not very creative. You can wake up today and say, I'm a creative person. Yeah. And, and that's the start of that. And you can become that, you know, which is why I personally think in my opinion, you know, being a graphic designer, doing what I do, um, making six figures, doing that. Like, I, I believe anybody can. I mean, is that, do you think that's true? Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I mean, obviously I was just joking about the dunking thing. It's, it's not, I don't know if it's physically possible or not. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> in case you were wondering, I cannot. I think dunk. we got that. <laughs> um, but I, I do believe um, in business help, uh, you know, uh, personal development help. But I do believe that there are a lot of things that I thought weren't, weren't possible that looking back on it, I'm like, actually, that probably would have been possible had I taken that same mentality to that or this um, back in the day. And so 
it really is just one of those things like you just got to get started. You can't sit on the sidelines. Um, you, you really just, you really just got to get in the game and, and, um, and yeah, I, I would say that you're, you're probably going to end up surprising yourself on, on what you're able to accomplish. Here's a, here's a question for you um, mm -hmm. that I just kind of like brought up from the other side, because I always like to do this to you. <laughs> um, when it comes to like the natural talent, think like a, a LeBron, mm -hmm. you know, um, he was the right height. He's very just naturally good, that natural talent, everything that you want. Mm -hmm. Um you know, in your opinion, does that come into play often? Can somebody who's hardworking, if, 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 you know, competition's important to you is, can somebody who's hardworking, you know, be, be, you know, be compared to somebody who has natural talent like that? Yeah, I would actually say, um, mm, I don't know about percentages wise, like which one out, out, out does more, but like, I'm always going to side with the hard worker over a long period of time, short period of time. That might be different. Uh, you know, somebody that's just not, not, if we're talking athletics, right. Somebody that's just naturally athletic. Um, but like, for instance, I would rather it like, you know, business graphic design, whatever, like there are people that can draw that get absolutely chewed up and spit out when it comes to graphic design. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's people in business. Like I agree. I'm, yeah, I mean, like, I, I would even consider myself sometimes, you know, um, kind of not, not wasted talent, but, like, I would consider myself naturally gifted at a lot of things that I don't, um, I don't go as hard at that, you know, and, and uh, but, like, I personally think over time, over the, like, when it's all said and done, because success is a, is, a, is a marathon, it's not a sprint, and I firmly believe it's the person that refuses to give up, the person that, that works their, their butt off, stays consistent. Um, I would take that person in the long run over anyone with just natural talent and horrible work ethic any day. Um, not that we're saying LeBron has horrible work ethic. He's also a hard worker as well. Um, and, and that's why, obviously, you see him being so great at what he does. But And, and that's a beautiful thing, by the way, when you're talented and hardworking, even like yourself, like, you know, you would say you would be the last person to say that you're both, but I would say that you're both. And I would say this is what happens when somebody that's naturally uh, has, has a gift and works hard and stays consistent. Look what can happen. And so, um, yeah. Love you too, Brian. Um, ooh, she is really enjoying this conversation. Can you two speak about how your habits have changed to create and sustain your business and maybe life or something. Um, habits, habits are everything. You know, Jesse said something a second ago that is so true for me. I don't give myself that credit that I'm talented. I don't, I don't think I'm talented. When I said that, you know, um, I've always been kind of good at, at drawing, uh, you know, that's kind of like the only thing that I, I ever really was happy with when as a kid for myself. And that didn't mean that it like graphics came easy for me. They were actually really hard for me. Um, you know, it's, it's a totally different world. Like Jesse said, it'd be one thing if I was doing clip art or all day, just drawing like flowers and stuff, but I barely sell, I barely have clip art. My stuff is actually all like flower flyers and marketing and things like that. And so, you know, um, for me, habits are actually what caused, I think, that the, the success because of my discipline, 
Because in that first year, and Jesse, you remember this, that first year, like when we lived in Connecticut, my first year on Etsy, when I really kind of started blowing up, I mean, I was up till three in the morning because I, I made this decision that my, um, you know, my habits, my choices would be better than the average like designer. So like what I was seeing in my uh, sector in the industry was a lot of designers were late on their work all the time. Clients were always talking about this. Um, a lot of designers, you know, it was kind of more of like the hustle for them. It was more about just making a quick buck than actually putting their all into their work. I wanted to put my all into my work. I wanted that, like I wanted to put value in my products. So, you know, for me, like the habits of telling myself, you're just going to stay up. I don't care if you're in pain. I, I mean, I remember just complaining and complaining and complaining and, but it didn't matter how much it complained. I still would make sure that my work was done. Um, you know, and then too, I mean, when it comes to like habits, if you stick with something and you don't stop, it's things just get better. You get better um, on, and, and you know, like my work now compared to my work then is so different. Mm -hmm. You know, even back then, I didn't know if my work was good or bad. It didn't matter. It, I, it just sold and I knew it sold. And I knew I was doing a couple steps better than the people who I was kind of competing with in my brain. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, for me, I just knew if I could just get better and better and better that, you know, eventually I I like my business would pay out um, what I thought, like what the value that I was giving to my clients. And so, you know, for that, I think those kind of habits are actually way more important than even just like this simple mundane, like every day do this, 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 and this, um, you know, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I would say is that uh, when it comes to habits, habits are always, you're always developing new habits. I mean, if, if, if you're trying to grow, if you're trying to succeed, like you don't come out of day one, like perfect. And one of the exercises that's helped me is like, you know, I was actually talking to a friend a couple of years ago and he had mentioned, you know, I, I found myself kind of plateaued at something and, and she wants to know as far as business and lifestyle, and it can kind of go for both, you know, um, uh, scheduling is obviously a, a, a huge thing in just about anything you do. If you're busy when it comes to vacation and traveling or, or business or working. And it was so funny because I remember sitting there with my friend and he was saying, okay, think of somebody that you look up to. And I was like, okay. And I came up with the person that I look up to and, and it was in business. And he said, okay, now name one thing that you think that that person does better than you, right? That you struggling with a habit and that that person's probably really good at. And at the time I had said scheduling, uh, planning, planning the week, you know, doing that sort of thing. And he said, okay. And, but before I even told him what it was, he said, um, I'll bet whatever you came up with is something that you could fix relatively quick. And it was so crazy that he had said that because the one thing I came up with wasn't impossible. It was a habit that I needed to form, you know, planning my week before the week began. And then all of a sudden I became obsessed with that thing. And sure enough, was able to, as, as I'm trying to grow, have this new successful habit that maintained this, like, you know, that was able to produce this new level of success I hadn't had before. And um, so that's for myself, I would just say, you don't, you don't come out of the gate with all these habits. 
There's stuff that you have to develop uh, as time goes by. And, and that's a great exercise. Think of people that have what you want and ask yourself, what's one thing, not 10 things, what's one thing that they do that is better than you? And chances are, it's something that you can fix relatively quick or improve on. And you'll see that you were probably right and that the success usually comes with that. I agree. You know, it's funny, uh, something that served me like in my first year that doesn't serve me now. Um, so I had to form new habits, which, you know, I haven't even talked to you about this is my competitive behavior. Mm -hmm. So like in my first year, like all I knew, was that I just had to like sell more than my competitors. I had to make more than my competitors. Um, I had to, uh, you know, put out more work than my competitors. And that's what pushed me where every month in my first year was a better month than the year before or the month before. Mm -hmm. So um, that served me really well. And I, I had been carrying that habit of competitiveness because it worked for me before but this year my where i'm learning how to scale i have a coach now who's teaching me how to scale who's teaching me how to give tasks off and things that are important so that i can scale um is showing me that like i have to let that habit go um because there's things that are more important there's other habits that are more important that are going to get me to the next level yep yep and you know, it's just like you, it, it's just a perfect example of what you just said. It's just because, you know, those habits worked for you before in this level doesn't exactly. mean they're going to work for you in this level. Yep. So, yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, there's good, bad, good habits and there's bad habits, you know? So, um, I mean, that's my opinion on, on, on that. You know, I think like, for me, like discipline is like one of my top things that I would say that I really, I have because, oh, yeah. you know, when it, I'm not one of those crazy confident people. I'm not, I am super like, I guess like humble. Like I don't think of myself as this big deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so when I think of like somebody who's I'm competing with, I don't think to myself, well, I'm better than them. I have nothing to worry about. I actually don't think that way, which is why I actually work harder. Um, I think that's what drives that. So that's what causes me to like have those crazy habits because I feel like I'm the underdog yeah. and I feel like we're, I have to work hard. Kind of like what I, I compare myself more to like the Russell Wilson who is naturally short and has all of these other people who were probably very tall and probably very equally talented. And there was something else that he had to do in his head mental, you know, in his mentality, he's actually like somebody who is very big on personal development. Yep. Um, you know, and I think it's that personal development for him that was like the extra step for him that made him just a little bit better than his competitors, you know? Um, maybe that's my thing. I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, who knows? Right. <laughs> I mean, you work hard, you work hard and you're, um, uh, you know, you, you, you do all the right things and you stay consistent. Uh, just like at the bottom of, I'm trying to read the message too. Consistency is key and you are a model uh, person when it comes to consistency. Uh, you're the first one up and the last one to go to bed. And, um, and you've yeah. been that way for years. And, and yeah. you, you touched on being late. You're never late. I mean, you, you're no. always, that's, that's something that you said from day one you were going to be. And, um, and it's paid off.
I think I'm okay with pain too. I think, sure. I think you, I think you got to be okay with pain. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a big part of of it. You know, it, it's it's uh, you got to be okay with just. I mean, how many times? I a great example would be like like exercising. Like if you want to, like every time I've, I remember when I was getting really good with being on the treadmill. Sure. I always told myself I wasn't a runner and I'm not a runner. <laughs> um, but I taught myself how to run to the point where I was running for an hour on the treadmill every night by myself. And um, it was because every day I would just push myself a little bit more. And so I would do like four minutes, then five minutes and six minutes and seven minutes all the way to 60 minutes. And I remember those last like couple minutes, like, or like the last minute being the most painful thing, but I knew if I didn't do it, I wouldn't get it to, um, you know, I wouldn't get it to the next minute, the next day. So I had to do it. And I just, I pushed through the pain, you know, um, she's saying her biggest issue is that she, she loves her sleep. I love my sleep. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) Jesse. Um, what's the, the book is actually right behind you. The one that we just read that is like so good for if you need a, like a little bit of motivation because you're like a sleeper. I'm a sleeper too. Um, other side, turn the other way. It's Miracle Morning. I just wanted to show her if it is it behind you now. No. Okay, it's called A Miracle Morning. Look it up. Um, it's like 15 bucks on Amazon or something. You can yeah. also get like the audio, but in my opinion, don't do the audio, get the book because you're gonna wanna highlight uh, what you're gonna do. But the Miracle Morning is gonna sell you on, you'd rather wake up early and, and go to bed, or wake up early and go to bed earlier. Um, I'm still not there yet. I got the flu, I was doing it, then I got the flu and you know, that screwed it up. But um, I'm still kind of like starting, I'm starting now, now that me and Jesse are both healthy again, I'm starting to wake up earlier because, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know, for some reason you get so much more done when you're, when it's early rather than late. And I've always been like a late person. Like I said, I was, I would work till like three in the morning. And then in that, in Connecticut, I would work till three in the morning and I would sleep until noon. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, we would literally sleep until noon because I would be up so freaking late getting my client work done. And, um, actually that's not the way to go. So like in the miracle morning, he talks about how, um, for some reason, even the people who he, you know, uh, who would say that they're night owls and that they would get so much done, their work done at night, it didn't matter. When they started uh, their Miracle Morning, they gained like so much energy. My coach, she wakes up at 3.30 a.m. She's like seven years older than me or something. And um, she makes seven figures. And she wakes up at 3.30 a.m. And this woman puts on her fake lashes and she does her lives and she does her reels and she has a sales team who she talks to every day at 8.45 a.m. And then, you know, she's got her whole rest of the day and she has a coaching team. I mean, this girl's just, you know, she's just a queen at scaling. Um, right. she, she doesn't, she barely coaches now. She's a, she's got a coaching team. She's just amazing. Um, but yes, you know, the, the, the money I think is in, the early mornings yeah so um but yeah yeah getting back to what we were talking about about creativity and stuff i just i think it just comes straight down to um you know you decide who you are you tell yourself who you are and you know what this is kind of like that whole the secret thing you gotta 
you got to decide who you are. And then, you know, the world kind of shifts to help you become that. Yeah. You know, um, because honestly, that's kind of like what you and me, Jesse, have been like, we've, I mean, ever since we've been married, we've just been after this whole idea that success can, you can be successful at home. You know, me and Jesse, like our marriage is crazy. So like most people who are married, like they love being away <laughs> and we're the opposite. We hate being far away from each other. It's weird. I have serious codependency issues. She's right? like, she's like, <laughs> yeah, we love being together. I'm like, Jesse, she goes, cause I find you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. No, stop it. No, I'm kidding. No, no I, it, in all seriousness, I, I love being home, love hanging out. If if somebody if somebody is like, hey, let's go do this or whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm like, not even putting my shoes on. <laughs> not like, I'd rather ready. hang out my wife. <laughs> so lame. Yeah, I'm like playing video games at home, hanging out. My wife's like, hey, you want to go out? I'm like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> I think that's why like our dream house that we will be getting is gonna yeah. have it's gonna have to have a movie theater. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's gotta have it's gotta have a gym. You know, like, I just don't like leaving. I love We, we need a gym so I can say I have a gym and just look yeah, at it. Yeah, just and... so you can say. Right. Yeah, it's like my, <laughs> my elliptical. <laughs> right, that's collecting dust. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's funny because like, I, I talk about how like, I was just talking about how like, you and me were weird like that. So yeah. like, we've literally created our reality yep. to be what we want it to be. You know, we literally now are working from home every day and we don't have to get a job we don't no. you know like that and because that, that's that hey that is our um our standards everything starts with your standards yep you know that's my opinion i if, if you tell yourself there is no freaking way i am working i'm working a job like in, at, by the end of 2021 and there's, I will do anything. You're going to be up till three in the morning working to make sure that that happens. The, you know? the opposite's true too. Like if you tell yourself you suck and that you can't do something, you won't be able to do it. It is, it is true. It's like, yep. um, now, now, you know, to go back, there are physical limitations, but for the most part, if you tell yourself positive things and you, you say you can accomplish something, you are in a much better position to actually accomplish that. And, you know, I've had people tell me in my life, oh, you can't do that. There's no way that's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it would be so easy to be like, yeah, you're right. I can't do that. And then it's like, and then that's it. That's the end of the journey. That's done. But if you, if you can get yourself, you know, telling yourself positive things and, and not just saying it the same, but like really committing to it, uh, good things can happen for sure. Well, they, they, they've proven that even in science, they've proven that with, um, like, uh, you know, people who lose, uh, like movement in their legs and stuff. And yep, so they yep. start with their brains and, yep. you know, the, it's the brain work of, of, you know, feeling. And I mean, people will start walking again. I mean, it's insane. I mean, we even know people who, you know, have, have gotten as far as that, but, um, you know, it, your mind is just so powerful. And if you if you start and I'm not even saying that I, like I have a strong mind because I in some aspects I have a strong mind in some aspects my mind is weak you know I I think it's that anxiety in me um and I struggle with anxiety and I struggle with self-confidence a lot and I think that self-confidence you know it's like this this thing that 
I've learned that if even if you have that and you're like, man, that all sounds nice, Erica, but you know, like I have this and this and this going on in my life. Listen, like that voice is always going to be there. You just you just let it be there though. You can listen to it and then just not listen to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can let it like this is said in Big Magic too, is that you know you can allow that voice to to go on the road trip with you. You just are not going to let it drive the car. That's right. You know, um, I think that was like a really big breakthrough for me. Was it wasn't so much that I was gonna gonna fight 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 this this you know insecurity about myself. It was that I'm just not gonna focus on it. Sure. It's gonna be there, but I'm not gonna let it run my day, you know? Um, and I think that is also like the secret and stuff because it's all about like what you focus on, right? Because if you even focus on, I'm not gonna be insecure, I'm not gonna be insecure, I'm not gonna be insecure, you're still focusing on being insecure, or, you sure. know, insecurity. So the idea is just to shift and just do. And in my opinion, my, the easiest way for me to ignore those things that I'm telling myself, whatever the heck you're telling yourself, you know, as to why you can't do what you want to do, um, is just action. That's true. Action is the only thing that can overcome like your brain, in my opinion. That's just my experience. You know, even though I'm telling myself, you can't do this, you'll never be this, you're a loser, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know? Um, that's my opinion. That's spot on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I feel like we've been talking for a minute, right? <laughs> <laughs> Way longer than previously discussed. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. If you liked, if you got on this live and you liked, like, you know, this, this is what me and Jesse literally talk about, like, on podcast, our podcasts. We just talk like this. I mean, we, you know, it's crazy because we've been through so much and we've had so many ups and downs, you know, we are not like, you know, people who are going to act like we're perfect. And, you know, we haven't had low moments, everybody has low moments. And we love to talk about those things. We love to, you know, just share it because who knows, it maybe it'll help you. It helps us by talking about it. <laughs> Definitely. So, you know, this is our first live that we're going to pre turn into a, um, repurpose into a podcast but definitely if you have a moment please go to her digital empire on um like itunes spotify soundcloud and you know subscribe and check out our other stuff too we have so much other stuff that we've talked about that's just i mean you know it's just it's really cool and and like i said jesse if, if ads and stuff are for you jesse is like who you want to listen to i'm all things like design and like i just said it just being real about um my psychology and things like that um but yeah i'm gonna close this out we're actually going to be live tomorrow my other um my other account phosphate digital lab it's at phosphate digital lab on instagram i'm going to be actually interviewing an esthetician here in san diego san diego she's super successful she has oops okay sorry <laughs> phone's she has done um you know celebrities makeup she has uh worked on so many magazines and things like that she's just going to be phenomenal to talk to she's going to dish some secrets and things like that uh she started from zero clients because she had to let go of her previous uh clientele because she was working for a corporation and said she wanted to do it anymore just like me you know i said screw bartending i hate it i want to be happy 
And that's exactly what she did. And, and now she's a full-time esthetician, still successful even through the pandemic. So we'll be chatting with her tomorrow. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And uh, I hope to see you on our next live. And I hope to hear from you. And, and let me know what you think of our podcast. Our next podcast are going to be releasing soon. So we will chat soon. I'll go ahead and end this.